Welcome to Happy Hour with the Home Collective. We are your hosts, Bill Ball, Dan Gennetto, and Joe Morrison. We're doing something a little bit different today. The girls, Kristen and Dina, are traveling this week. They're at a real estate conference. So I dragged, kicking and screaming, my two buddies from the Philly Home Collective, Dan and Joe, to uh, jump on and fill in for this episode. Gentlemen, how are you? We agreed to this under duress <laughs> while, while be, we, we were four scotches in with two dogs at our throats when bill brought this up that's true i didn't think about that there were dogs dan and joe were over my my house and uh yeah after a couple scotches i said uh, by the way guys i need you for a record this week and they were like yeah no problem the next day they weren't so happy when i mentioned that uh they agreed but nevertheless, here they are. I appreciate you guys coming on. Yeah, we couldn't believe you remembered. <laughs> but here, but here we are. <laughs> um, Joe Mo, Joe was on the show uh, this time last year. We did our M Night Shyamalan Halloween special. Joe had uh, M Night's childhood home on the market for sale. Joe, did everything go okay with that? It's all sold by now. I hope. All sold, new uh, new owners updating it, and uh, from what I hear, it's going great. It was a it was a fabulous uh, fabulous listing, and I think uh, everyone worked out pretty well on that. Nice, one. nice, nice. So this is Dan's first time on the show. Dan, I appreciate you coming on, my man. You guys are both uh, avid golfers. You're slightly better than me. I, I occasionally let you win uh, when we're out there hacking it around but uh, i figured since it was us today and our our the things we have most in common is probably whiskey and golf we could talk about our uh top five uh favorite area courses yeah love it yeah we played a lot of golf together joe and i met uh 25 years ago we got paired you know when you play golf sometimes if you go out by yourself you get paired up uh with people to make a foursome and that's how Joe and I met. We got paired up at Cobbs Creek, which I'm sure he'll talk about. That's how um, you guys met. And that's got to be 25 years. Yeah. I know we I met on the first tee at Cobbs Creek. I'll just cut right to the juicy parts. Uh, second hole, 150-yard eight iron into a steady breeze. <laughs> Here we go. Aimed at the flagpole behind the green, American flag fluttering gently. And I said to my father, I said, Dad, I'm going to put it right on the flagpole with a little draw. Two hops later, it was in the hole. Janetto was in my pocket. <laughs> that was it. Is that true, Dan? I re- I reluctantly gave him my number after the round. That is true. Yeah. And uh, true. you know, normally when you do that, you're like, "Oh man, I hope the guy didn't call me." And Joe just kept calling <laughs> and calling and calling, wanting to play. Like, <laughs> you choked under the pressure. Uh, you couldn't think of a fake number. You just choked under the pressure. You gave him your real number. <laughs> I no, I couldn't let the moment die. It was one of my greatest moments on the golf course, and I figured I just had to somehow connect with Dan to keep it alive. That's and, so funny. Uh, you know, he hasn't disappointed. We've we played a lot of golf together, and Bill Ball for the listeners. There is a thing called Bill Ball Golf uh, that that <laughs> over the years we've learned. Which is, <laughs> when in doubt, chip it out. <laughs> well, Don't yeah. go for anything. Yeah, I mean, why, why work so hard? I'm there to relax. I'm not trying to, you know, overexert myself. And I paid good money. Well, unless, unless Dan's treating 
like he normally does. But when I do pay good money, I want to get my, my swings worth. So I figure, you know, why why make four when you can make five? I don't want to rip. I don't want to get ripped off. You know, I want to get my swings. Yeah, you don't want to get your handicap too. I mean, well. anybody could, you know, just take seventy swings to play around. But I like a nice, you know, one ten. That's kind of like how I like to. That's some. That's some classic uh, South Philly stuff. You know, keep the handicap. Handicap management. <laughs> that's the only way I got a shot. I need that high cap. But uh, it is the uh, happy hour uh, show, guys. And even though we are recording this like really early in the morning, because some of you, I'm not going to mention any names, has a terrible schedule and will not accommodate a night record. So are you guys having any beverages right now? I hope it's not alcoholic. You know what I mean? If it is, just lie. But are you drinking anything for this 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 record? Uh, I got myself a nice cup of uh, Corsica, La Colombe Corsica coffee. Oh, okay. Uh, standard drip, Bill. Standard. I know you get you get excited about your yeah. coffee. Just standard. Yeah. Okay. Standard but La Colombe's good. Yeah, La Colombe's good coffee. Okay. Yeah. You brought your you brought your coffee game. I appreciate it, Dan. Did you bring a coffee game today or no? Yeah. Yeah. I got an espresso. I don't know if that's uh, that counts as good in in your no, world or not. Good. But you okay. know, I feel pretty good about it. All right. Well, your your wife was talking about that she has the instant coffee there, so I just was making sure that you weren't doing any kind of instant. And Folgers instant crisp, frozen crystals or something. I wouldn't do that in front of you. No, I wouldn't do that in front uh, of you. Okay. All right. Nespresso. All right. We could deal with that. I am also drinking coffee uh, this morning, of course. It's pretty early. Uh, I'm out of my regular coffee, so I actually have something a little different I'll, I'll share. I was uh, doing an open house this past weekend in the Italian market, and I was totally out of coffee, so... I figure, well, I mean, at the Italian market, I could probably get something good. So I uh, was right down the street from Fonte's, which is on 9th Street between Washington and Christian. And it's like a kitchen place. And I know they sell coffee like in the back and teas. So I went in the back, checking out their beans, and they had a ton of different beans. So they had this one called Organic Love Buzz. So it's organic, obviously, but I like dark roasts, and this was the description on it. This dark, sultry blend has surprising undertones of dark chocolate, caramel corn, and toffee with a lasting velvety finish. A French and full-city roast blend sourced from small farmer co-ops in Latin America. It is very tasty. We'll pick up another pound of this when I'm done, for sure. Since we can't cheers coffee, let's just take a quick break and then we'll get into our top five area golf course recommendations. All right, guys. So here's the scenario. You just sold a house to a buyer who is a golfer in the city of Philadelphia or nearby, and they're looking for your recommendations for area golf. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to do our top five. We're going to count down from five to one. Jomo, you're up first. Where are you sending this buyer with your uh, fifth pick? I think what I'd start with, it all depends on skill level, but I think uh, a hidden gem out in media is Paxson Hollow. It's a short course by normal standards, but one of the most beautiful pieces of property you're ever going to see. Great course to walk, great workout if you want to do that. Uh, And then a, a really fun simple clubhouse bar 
restaurant that overlooks the 18th hole. I think from first tee to last tee to 19th hole, it's a terrific experience, a Philadelphia experience. Dan, have you played that? Never heard of it. Paxson, I've heard of it. I haven't <laughs> played it. I've heard of it. No, I haven't played it. I haven't played it. I've heard it. All right. Good one. Good one, Joe. So it's cachet just went up a little bit. <laughs> cachet just went up. Now I definitely, that might've moved up the rank from five. That might've gotten up higher. <laughs> All right. Dan, what's your, uh, your fifth pick? All right. I'm going to go with, you know, with these, with my rankings, uh, I'm going to go with some that are private. So you will have to kind of find a buddy to get you on some of these. Um, and I'm going to go mostly old school. Uh, but the first one is old school, and you can get on it, AC Country Club oh, uh, down at the beach, okay. Atlantic City. Um, so we have a we have a ton of good golf uh, at the beach in, in New Jersey, probably about an hour away from Philly. Um, so AC Country Club is, is, you know, I don't know, 100 years old. Uh, Arnold Palmer played yeah, there a lot. Yeah, historic. A lot of famous um, people. Their, yeah. Their locker room is probably the best locker room in the Philadelphia area. It's just really cool. A lot of famous people have lockers there. Their first tee kind of runs into their, um, their putting green and a lot of, a lot of holes on the bay. So just a lot of fun, always windy there. Uh, really cool old school place. Nice. All right. All right. So I'm going to go with a different, uh, mindset here. So this is going to be for the golfer, and this is my number five. This is why it's on my, my number five slot. This is for the golfer who's not hardcore. He likes getting out. It gets out maybe 10 times a year or something like that. He maybe has a full set of clubs. He could, might be missing a couple irons. But near, <laughs> nearby in West Defert, there's a little mom and pop course. It's called Westwood. Uh, it's not a big course. It's only f- around 5,900 yards. It's pretty easy. So if you want to pretend like you're good, an easy track to get on just to go hit it around Westwood and West Defert. They do have a nice bar there, and it's a friendly place. Like I said, it's a, the mom, mom and pop are usually there in the pro shop working. So it's easy to get on. You can just kind of walk on by yourself most times. So that is my number five Joe, you're up with your number four pick. Bill, my number fourth, I would leave uh, Pennsylvania. I don't do that very often. I'd leave Pennsylvania and I'd go down to Wilmington and play Rock Manor. It's uh, kind of a 1960s course, Lester George architect. It's uh, real easy to kind of slide around there. Another fun piece of property, but right along 95. So it's got everything, water, sand, nice undulations. Uh, nice facilities, always really efficient. So it's in and out of there uh, quickly. You're four, four hours. You should be done in four hours. So I'd, I'd say that's worth the trip. And it's only, it's less than an hour south of Philly. It's actually more like 40 minutes south of Philly. I played there a long time ago. It was probably like early 2000s. And I don't, I remember it being in not great shape back then. I don't know, like, did they like put some money into it? Yeah, it got it got all cleaned Did up, it? so everything is. Uh, uh, and it was actually one of the first places I went when golf restarted in the pandemic. That's actually how I found it. So I made lots of trips down there. I think I got hit by a golf ball there too. <laughs> I was like walking up the fairway. I got winged. I got winged by the fairway adjacent. It, probably they do ask where you're from when you show uh, up. Uh, so there, there could be something uh, to that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
picking on the out of towners, <laughs> so keep it quiet. <laughs> All right, cool. Danny, number four. All right, yeah, I feel like Joe's going deep today. He's picked two. I haven't even played. It was hard to limit it to five, Dan. It was really hard. All right, my four, I'm going to go with, I got to represent Riverton Country Club. You guys have played it a lot. Uh, that's my course uh, right here in South Jersey. It's actually probably one of the one or two closest golf courses to Center City, Philadelphia. So we get a lot of Center City members uh, that join Riverton. It's a Donald Ross, 100-plus-year-old course, really walkable, really cool. We've just restored it, um, so every hole has been redone to the original Donald Ross drawings. Um, it's in it's in really good shape. Great membership, just down to earth place, uh, fast greens, a lot of fun. Uh, you guys tell me, good? Do you enjoy Riverton? Beautiful. It's beautiful there. Yeah, it's really nice. I yeah. wish I could score Definitely. a little bit off but. the first tee. Yeah, it's it's a tough scoring course. Off the first tee is the uh, men's. Uh, grill and then the public dining area. And if you just put a little curve on your ball, a little right to left action, you'll get to meet a lot of members <laughs> that way. So I recommend. Yeah. I recommend. I, I always, met more members that way than I have through Dan. I always appreciate starting the round that way <laughs> with you yeah. hitting somebody while they're eating their soup into the restaurant. Dan knows that those members are safe when I'm there because my nice baby fade. Always goes off to the right, and those guys—they're the safest ones. Yeah, Anyone on the left side, safe. They're they're safest people on the whole course. Even if it hits somebody, I, I don't think it would hurt. <laughs> this, this, this for the listeners. Bill pulls out his first when he's out. Chip out. Dan's never saw the stinger. Okay, that's the, that's what it is. <laughs> Bill goes seven iron off the first tee just for safety. I like to land my shots like a butterfly landing with sore feet. <laughs> All right, so my number four, Dan's going to love it because it's another monster long track. But I'm going to say an easy course to get on. This is for my non-member client. I'm going to say right over here, right around the corner from me now, Pensalkin Country Club, easy to get on. Gets a ton of play. Uh, I think it's like a little over 6,000, Dan. So there you go. There's another one over six, about 6,200 yards. But actually, the rating plays at 128. So, like, you have to be able to putt a little bit. It's not like a, you know, where you're just going to score. You know, you're not going to shoot in the 60s that day. I'm going to say the course record's going to be intact. You're not going to get there. But uh, that's an easy track to get on. It's actually really nice. It's really well-maintained. And they have a nice bar and grill as well. And I think Dan might have told me this, or I could be just totally making this up. But that Pensalkin gets the most rounds played per year for a public course. Is that right, Dan? Yeah, it gets a ton. And it, it's actually a, a municipal course. It's owned by the township. So, yeah, great people love it. It's a nice little track. It's close to the city, probably like 25 minutes out. So that's going to be my number Has four. Has that 230-yard par three with a – Small green. Everybody loves that hole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so hard. I play that like, you know, par four. I'm happy with four. I'm, I'd be happy with four or not hitting, <laughs> hitting it into the street behind the green. All right, Jomo, you got number three. Number three, I think I'd uh, – I'm going to do it right now. I'm inviting you all out to Bala. You just call Bill. Get through to me. I'll take you to Bala Golf Course 
here in the city. It's a, a William Flynn design from back in the early 1900s. Had a, had a U.S. Open there, uh, women's U.S. Open, uh, one by Louise Stuggs. And uh, William Flynn did a bunch of stuff in the area. Marion, West or East Course, he redesigned. The West Course, he did. Uh, Shinnecock, out on Long Island, he did. So it's this fun, again, small course. It's uh, senior-friendly for uh, all you and people me. who would like to keep it. Yeah, yeah, Dan, uh, yeah. it's a really great course. Uh, great greens, small greens, uh, and fun people, really. It's all golf, golf only. And uh, it's a great way to spend three and a half hours. It's a quick round. That's right in the city. I mean, that's really close. Oh, it's actually, this is a tidbit. Jay Siegel, for you people my age, he played uh, amateur golf, best amateurs in Philadelphia. He was a member there forever. Still is, I think. And uh, he has the course record. It's a 60. The course record is 60. Untouchable. Impossible. I, th- I heard you were getting pretty close, Joe. I don't know. Dan told me you had some rounds recently. You're getting pretty close to that. Yeah. You scared it a little. You made it nervous. I made it uh, by the third hole. I'm on track. Fourth hole, I'm d- off track. <laughs> off track. <laughs> fourth hole. So I haven't gotten past the fourth hole with the course record in sight. Dan, you played Bella, right? Yeah, the, the greens are too small, man. I, I can't. I can't hit them. And then you got a chip. It's, it's brutal. They are small. It's a skill-based course, Bill. I remember it being. I only played it course. one time a few years ago, but I remember it being narrow too. So it's not like it's a small course where it's Fair it's enough. sure and you're going to be fine. It's, there's some there's some fairways and some tee shots that are really like really narrow, right? Do I remember that right? That correct? Yeah, several years ago they came in. Uh, I think the recommendation of the USGA came in and and moved. I think they took 300 trees out, so it's not as tight as you remember. I think, Bill, but still, it's so uh, the greens are so small and the sand traps are deep and it's a fun course it's a, really it's fun. a real city course too with the hey man corner right instead of hey man corner. <laughs> yes, yeah it's true that's nice that's like true that. this like part that. this part will probably get edited but uh <laughs> yeah hole number 15 you every time you go you'll have somebody say hey man and that's walking along walking along belmont avenue <laughs> So you're right there. You're getting. You're, you're you're seeing some. You're directing some traffic, and then you get up and hit your tee shot. Yeah, you're directing traffic. If there's a concert going over at the Man Center, you got beats while you're playing. You got. Uh, you can just fills the air, concerts, and uh, buses, sirens. You can't play without a siren. Uh, anyway, how many how many holes good. there, Joe? Do you actually take out driver? I have learned to not take out. You don't driver. hit it, and uh, I, I don't hit it. Uh, three wood, I hit once in a while, depending on if the course record is in what in play or not. I'll take out driver, but uh, I think there's one hole that I would hit it on number ten. But otherwise, you don't need to. You just it's position court uh, golf, Bill. You'd love it. Nice. All right, Danny, you're up. All right, I'm. I'm wondering if the girls are still listening to to this. We talked a lot of golf. They, this they is the golf episode. Don't worry, the girls themselves. are probably didn't even download it. <laughs> This is the golf episode. <laughs> it's for those four golfers that we have that listen. <laughs> All right. So um, so the Union League in Philadelphia, which is a kind of like a social club, been there for forever, you know, 150 years. They, in the past, I don't know, five or so years, they've bought a bunch of golf courses. Uh, one, The first one was Tarsdale. 
which is in the Northeast. They dumped, I don't know, 10 plus million into that. They also bought Liberty Hill, which is the old Ace Club, which is out more, uh, I think that's Montgomery County, you know, out kind of near Chestnut Hill, that area. Uh, dumped a ton of money into that. Um, but the one that's number three on my list is their new course, again, down the shore uh, in Cape May. It's called Union League National. Uh, 27 holes. Uh, they must. Uh, Joe played with me. It, they must have put $50 million dollars into that piece of property. It's, it's absolutely stunning. Uh, and you're in South Jersey, which is pretty flat, but they've built the dunes up in the hills where, I mean, you, you feel like you're playing in, in these dunes like you'd play in, in Scotland or Ireland. Um, so I think that course, you're going to see that over time get into possibly the top, definitely the top hundred in America, if not, you know, top hundred in the world. It's really, oh, wow. really, special i heard it was really nice i ran into an agent at our morristown office who's a member at the union league and he was talking about that course that's the that's the only the first time i heard about it but um is it a big is it a big piece of property yeah huge the greens are huge um you know there's like the greens are like three greens for every green um so it's you know and the shame of it is you could have joined it i don't know when it first opened, maybe four years ago, for five thousand initiation fee, and then whatever the dues are, it's gotten so popular. Our one of our buddies is trying to join it now. They said the initiation fee is up to like seventy thousand dollars. <laughs> 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 and there's oh and you got to wait like three four years. You got to oh pay them the money God. and wait three or four years oh to get in. God. So it's it's going to be a special place. Is it bigger than than the old Ace? Is it bigger than that, that course, the Ace Club? Yeah. You know, oh yeah. It is bigger yeah. than that because that's yep. huge. So they're doing they're doing an unbelievable job. They've spent so much money, but but they're all full. And you know that's a for anybody listening. Every golf course right now, post pandemic, is full. Like the all the private courses have waiting lists. All the public courses. You can't play anywhere for, you know, less than 80 bucks where yeah. you used to be able to play for, you know, 40, 50, 60 bucks. So golf got really, really popular once everybody had to stay home all the time. All right. So my number three is a course that you guys all know very well. That's going to be a Jaworski course. That's River Winds. It's in West Effort. That's a big track. Uh, the tips play it over 7,000. That's right along the water. The Delaware River, so there's holes. I think most of the holes on the back, well, there's a stretch of holes on the back that parallel the river, and it plays almost like a, would you guys say it plays almost like a lynx? Like it's pretty open, and then the defense is the wind. So the wind coming off that yeah, water. that's a lot of fun. It is, and that's a, that's a big yeah. that's a big piece of ground too. But, yeah, when it gets windy, that's really hard to play, especially the back. And then they have their famous uh, Island Green 17 where you're at an elevated tee box and that green is down low. It's pretty much in the river and it only plays at like maybe like a buck 30, maybe not, maybe 100, 120, something like that. But it's but it's not easy, you know? You know, you have boats going by, people skiing, and if it's windy, that's that's really, really tough hole. And, um, yeah, so that's my number three, easy to get on and pretty close to the city, maybe 20 minutes. Yeah, that's a popular yeah. spot and a, a great bar. 
great bar and restaurant at the end. The River Winds Bar yeah. and Grill there. That's oh, that's right. It's it's down at the marina. Yeah, yeah that's, that's nice. A, that's a nice that's spot. Nice. Good one, Bill. In the summer, too, you can have dinner out there on the patio along the water. It's really nice. Uh, all right, Jomo, yeah, you're up great. for number two. Number two is a little pearl out in Jeffersonville. That's about an hour outside of town. It takes forever to get there. It's a long hour. Jeffersonville Golf Course. It's a Donald Ross course. And it's, uh, some people call it, uh, they're local people, but the Augusta of the North and that it stays somehow perfectly kept through the whole year and it gets tons of play and you literally drive through the parking lot of a strip mall to get to the clubhouse, which this year they tore down. It was the most dangerous clubhouse. I'd say that, that, uh, I've ever been in. It was kind of leaning on itself, getting ready to fall. So they tore that down. It's getting a new, new facilities, but the course is spectacular, spectacular course. Nice. Uh, that's got everything at Donald Ross course. And that's, you know, who, who did Riverton, same architect, really fun course. So that's worth the trip and great value too. I think it cost $55 last time I was out there. That was fun. Cost you a hundred in gas, but uh, 55 to play it around. Open all year too. Open all Jeffersonville. year. Jeffersonville. He's selling me, Dan. I don't know. I feel like I might have to check that out. Have you played Jeffersonville, Dan? I haven't. I know you had your uh, you got your handicap out there for for a long I, time, right? That's where I, you it was one of my many home courses. One of my many home courses. Yeah, that's great. I love these. I love these low off the board selections Joe's coming with, and he's bringing his his golf announcer voice and everything. He's really he's really into this. I love it. I love it. <laughs> he's he's so deep. Yeah, it's, it's just deep. That's my. And Jeffersonville is my next pick. <laughs> Danny, who's what's your number two? All right. Uh, this one is a well-known Philly course. We have a bunch of buddies who are members there, so we've got to play it a lot. Uh, Philly Cricket, uh, old, really old course, one of the original Gap uh, courses. So Gap, for, for the outside listeners, is Golf Association of Philadelphia. So – uh, it's been around forever. All, all the all the local courses in, in South Jersey and Philadelphia area are members of Gap, and we play matches against each other. But Philly Cricket's one of the oldest members of that. Um, they redid their course, I don't know, probably five or so years ago. And I, I think their goal really is to maybe try to get a U.S. Open or something there. Um, it's just spectacular. Uh, their their oldest course is what Wissahick and Joe, I think it's called. Um, yep. And then they have another newer course adjacent to it, which is really cool. And then they have a little nine hole course in Chestnut Hill. But I don't know. It's just like that's golf heaven. That's that's like a. It's got to be top hundred in the country, I would think. And we're we're lucky to get yeah. to play it with our buddies. Take caddies, you know. It's walking only. Uh, it's pristine. Yeah. That's the old school. That's a good. That's an old school That's course. Nice it's nice, course. but but yeah. the the new course is obviously new. But I mean, just the atmosphere in there has got that old school style feel in there. Uh, it's really really yeah. nice. All right, so my number two, I'm going to go west of the city. So this is pretty far. This is this is my drive. This is probably the longest drive out of the courses that I named. But it's one of the courses I used to play at the most when I lived west of the city when I was before my real estate days. This is out in Limerick, and the course name is Turtle Creek. 
You guys, you guys never been that far west, have you? I don't wow. think. You ever been to Limerick? You know where it no. is? No, no idea. Four twenty-two. No, it's where the outlets are. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. There's a nuclear reactor. That's <laughs> yeah. what I think of. Yeah. I think of. Looks like the Simpsons. Yeah. The Simpsons nuke tower. <laughs> but uh, Turtle Creek, it's beautiful. It's actually a newer course. It, it was only started in 1998. They're coming up on their 25 year anniversary. Um, it plays pretty open. It almost plays like a link style course. Uh, it's the tips are 6,700 yards. It's really well maintained. It's fun. They have a bunch of water holes, a lot of turtles, as you can imagine. Um, but it's just a nice, it's just a nice track. It's not terribly hard. I think it's, I think their ratings like 70, 69, um, but it's really nice, great bar and grill, huge outdoor patio. And if you're anywhere west of the city, King of Prussia area, Turtle Creek is where you want to be. Beautiful, beautiful track. All right, so Jomo, we're up for our number one golf recommendations. You're up. Number one, and we're coming full circle here, Cobbs Creek, mm. West Philadelphia. No, he it did it. Is, he it's did their, it. Wow. Yes, I did. It's their building. They're rebuilding it. So give it another, uh, I want to say 2024 is when it's supposed to open. But they're turning it back to its original layout, which I've seen drawings of. And it's going to be amazing. It was amazing before in that you could kind of just go out there and play with no hassle. They had neglected it so badly that uh, you kind of played across the old bones of this thing. It's got a great history. It's a... Charlie Sifford played there. That was his home course. Arnold Palmer, Billy Casper, uh, Lee Elder. All these guys came and played that course specifically out there in West Philly. And uh, now Gil Hans is renovating it. It's like a $65 million project. And you can go by there down City Ave. You'll see piles of trees, just piles and piles of trees that they're removing to make this thing. It's old course uh, layout that it got... I think in the Cold War, they were storing anti-aircraft guns there. They had like, uh, you know, they took over some holes for military needs. And uh, it's just a wild place. Again, right in the middle of Philadelphia. Just uh, you would never imagine it's there. But once you're on the property, spectacular. spectacular. Dan, what's your thoughts on uh, Cobbs? <clears throat> yeah, Cobbs. So there, it's an interesting story. It's two local attorneys who just like, love golf um and they were yeah like all of us just kind of it's sad to see what happened to Cobbs because when Cobbs was built it, back you know 100 years ago it was it, along the lines of Beth Page Black right it was one of the top 10 public courses in the country um and they built it because most of the courses around Philadelphia we had really good courses but they were all private so they wanted to build something that would attract amateurs and 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 be something for you know people in the city that they everybody could go play um so th these these two attorneys cobbled the money together put a website together what's the website friends of cops creek joe yeah friends of cops creek i believe it's called that yeah and and so they've they've with their own two hands kind of put this together and they're going to do a 40 50 60 million dollar renovation and Everybody in the city is going to get to play it. So that will, without a doubt, be, if you live in Philadelphia, that, that will be the best public golf course uh, by a long shot that you'll be able to play probably about three years from now. Yeah. Yeah. They're making progress. I, yeah. I haven't played that in like maybe, it was probably with you guys 10 years ago. 
and it was not great. Like it wasn't. I mean, the conditions were not no. great. So what what are the conditions like right now? Well, it's closed to play, so it's it's all grown over, and uh, they're redoing Cobb's Creek, which was one of the problems. Cobb's Creek, uh, which actually runs through Marion, it uh, also runs through the golf course here, and uh, it overflowed three times a year and took out two greens with it. Every time it overflowed, it ruined two greens and they never rebuilt them. Really. It was just, so the greens were these odd shaped bits of land that didn't get washed away. And, uh, you'd have some weird stuff like guys walking around with no shirts coming out of the woods, you know, <laughs> colorful things going on. Got chased by but, a dog uh, a couple times. Got chased by don't, a dog. don't leave your you, don't leave your wallet in your best, golf bag a, when you're walking on the green and your golf bag yeah. on your cart. You might want to take your wallet. Was, yeah. Yeah, one of the first courses that I've, I like lost a ball in the tenth hole, and then somebody tried to sell it back to me on the twelfth hole. <laughs> that's true. So, so, Forty uh, charging. That's that's the kind of. They tell you, yeah, that's right. Two bucks. It was a deal. So, yeah, that's the kind of stuff that went on out there. So it'll be great to see it all put back together. I think for everybody. Very nice. All right, Danny, you're number one. All right. So, you know, I, I guess I'm just trying to show off, you know, some of the, the really good stuff. And it's hard to get on these places. So definitely this is not my number one, but the number one is in South Jersey. We have the number one golf course in the world for 30, 40 years, Pine Valley. Uh, I couldn't put it on my number one because I've only lived here 46 years and still have not been able to get on it. I have no I'm friends shocked there. that you have not <laughs> no gotten on there yet, Dan. How have you not gotten on there? You have a lot I don't of connections. I have a hope to get on it. I've heard when you go there, you, you got to tell them like what drink you want in advance and they have it ready for you. And there's, you have to meet the member outside of the gates. He has to prep you. Um, but you can go there for the listeners. You can go there once a year. They hold this thing called the Crump Cup. Uh, and you can go and, and be in the gallery there and it's free. You can watch them play. It's all amateurs playing. Um, so we'll have to try to do that. I think that's I a next that. year thing. We got to, the yeah. three of us. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, I would totally do that. It is a lot of fun. But my number one that I, I have played a few times, Bill Ball has a connection. This is also connected to the stream that goes through Cobbs Creek, uh, Marion Golf Club, Country Club, Golf Club. That's a good one. Uh, that's a good one. Yeah, it's just spectacular. You know, I think it's top 10 in the world. Uh, they had a great U.S. Open there in 2013 that I think – I don't know who in Philadelphia didn't go to that U.S. Open. So it's just – I don't know. It's pristine. Every blade of grass is just in the right spot. Uh, they have the old wicker baskets. The Everything is super fast. Uh, it's just like – it's far and away the best golf course I've ever played. Yeah, that's beautiful. They had a lot of U.S. Opens uh, there, right? Up until probably modern times, like post-1985 or whatever, when you know, it just became, or like the PGA, they thought it was too short. But like, didn't Ben Hogan win a U.S. Open there? Like, there's some famous yeah. famous rounds that got played there. Yeah. That's the famous kind of golf shot from behind Ben Hogan hitting a, a one iron into the 18th hole. A one iron. Um, and, the, and the U.S. Open that they had there – uh, I don't. I think only like one or two guys were even under par, so it plays plenty hard. It's just hard to get the galleries in there, but they figured it out. Bill, what's your connection there? Well, I used to work there as a kid. I mean, I was like 19 bartending there. I had no business being at Marion. I didn't know what Marion was. 
I had no idea. I mean, I knew it was a golf course, but I had no idea how famous it was. I wasn't into golf. And I had a little bit of an attitude when I was a 19-year-old. I don't know if you can believe that, but uh, (laughs) probably had no business working there for sure. Um, But, yeah, I was there for like maybe a summer. I hung in there for that. But, yeah, and I would work um, especially like I was there in October, which is like wedding season, and I was bartending. They have this monster outdoor tent that parallels the first fairway. And every guest... Uh, that would come up to me and say, oh, my God, you work at Marion. Do you get a chance to play the course? And I'm like, yeah, I don't golf. And they were, every person was devastated when I would say that. <laughs> they, were just, they were just, I'm like, I don't even golf, dude. I'm just trying to make some money. You want? What do you want, uh, you know, a spritzer? You know, what do you want, you know. <laughs> um, all right, so my number one, again, I'm sticking with the theme of courses that you can actually get on without help of a an insider my number one for the area courses would be Scotland Run. So Scotland Run's right in Williamstown in West Deford, New oh, Jersey. Nice. Uh, the tips play like 6,800 if you're that kind of golfer. Um, beautiful grounds. It's semi-private, so you can actually join and be a member, but it's totally open to the public. Beautiful bar and grill. Go sit, have dinner. Still pretty close by. And uh, I think it's great bang for your buck. I think it maybe is around $100, but this is a really, really nice course. And uh, so if you're, you know, if you're a decent golfer and you're looking for that, I would say Scotland Run for the, you know, being close to the city and that nice is something you might want to check out. Yeah, that's a great day. That's a nice one, Bill. Bill, I'm I'm really impressed with your how you're embracing South Jersey. My goodness, like <laughs> well, four of them were South well, Jersey. Well, I mean, that's <laughs> there's hey, not not many courses in South courses. Philly. You know, you had you have you know you know FDR. You know, you have the that's now closed. So I have Bala, which is private. So we're, you're either driving an hour west or you know a half hour east over the bridge. So listen, I I was coming into South Jersey from way back. I never really embraced it as I am now, obviously, but I would come here for your beaches and your golf. <laughs> Our Wegmans. Wegmans. Right. All right. Well, uh I think we gave enough recommendations for the new Philly resident to find a golf course pretty close to the city. Uh, so I feel like our duty is done. Let's wrap this one up. Uh, there's no downloads this episode. Kristen and Dina will be back next episode and we'll get back to our regularly scheduled programming. Not exactly sure what that means, but anyway, guys, thanks for coming on and have a good weekend. Welcome, Bill. Nice spending time with you. See you, boys. Thank you.